Measuring blood pressure in the traditional way with a cuff around the arm does not always give a clear picture of what's happening in the aorta. That's according to the CAFE study, an analysis of data from the big ASCOT trial. ASCOT had found no differences in brachial blood pressure lowering between regimens based on beta blockers as compared with calcium antagonists. But CAFE showed there were differences in aortic pressures. Brian Williams told the AHA sessions this might affect the choice of medication. ASCOT studied 20,000 patients and compared two different treatment regimens, amlodipine and brindaprol-based treatment against atenolol and thiazide-based treatment. What we decided to do was to try and get a, an understanding as to what might be happening with these treatments on central aortic pressures as opposed to simply measuring brachial pressure. Now obviously we couldn't measure this in 20,000 patients so we we took a subset of patients and studied 2,000 patients which is a very large study. We studied them over four years, we repeatedly measured the brachial pressures and their central aortic pressures using a device that allows that to be done non-invasively. So you're not actually measuring the central aortic pressures directly? No, the way it works is obviously it would be very difficult to do that in a clinical trial. So the way it works is that we use a tonometer, which is a pressure-sensitive probe, which is placed over the radial artery at the wrist. This then generates a pulse wave. And by using that information plus the brachial pressure, we can then compute a central aortic pressure waveform, which tells us what the relative central pressure would be for that patient at that particular moment of time. Now, this has been validated by direct invasive measurements. It's a commercially available device now and has been approved by the FDA. So I think from point of view of whether it's measuring accurately what's happening, I think there's good evidence that it is. Now, the overall ASCOT result was that the two regimens didn't differ very much in how much they lowered brachial blood pressure. But when you look at what's going on in the aorta, what do you find? We saw highly significant differences in central systolic pressure and central pulse pressure. Both were much lower with amlodipine-based treatment when compared to a tenolol-based treatment. Can I ask you how much lower? Well, they're about four millimetres of mercury lower. And, you know, that may not sound like a huge amount, but we know from clinical trials that differences of four millimetres of mercury in brachial artery pressures, for example, can drive massive differences in outcome in trials, 20%, 30% differences in strokes. So this is likely to have been a very significant difference. I suppose, in a way, this may be the explanation for why the two arms of the ASCOT trial showed differently on the clinical analysis, whereas there wasn't very much of a difference on, on brachial blood pressure. Well, yeah, I think that's a key point, that basically in ASCOT, people are always trying to identify why one treatment is more effective than another. We tend to go back and look at the traditional risk factors and see whether they differ between the two treatment arms. We've gone and simply measured blood pressure, which is what these drugs are doing. But we've measured it in the central aorta rather than simply in the arm. And we've clearly demonstrated a disparity between what we measure in the arm and what's actually going on in the patient in the central aorta. For future blood pressure trials, is it going to be feasible now to use brachial blood pressure? I mean, I think the important point here is that brachial blood pressure is still predictive of outcome in clinical trials. What we've identified is the fact that when we're looking at different treatments in trials, we can get a better insight into what the treatments are doing to the large arteries by using this technology to study the patients more effectively. I still think in clinical practice and in clinical trials, people will still be guided by brachial blood pressures because that's what we measure in clinical practice. But what we've been able to suggest is that when you are doing trials, it's important to take on board the possibility that the drugs may have the same pressure in the arm, but may, that may not be the same pressure in the central aorta. Can you suggest why different things are happening in the central aorta on the two different mm. drugs? I think it's a combination of both a, a beneficial effect of the vasodilation that comes with 
amlodipine and pirindipril based therapy. And actually, a potentially adverse effect, particularly in older patients with stiffer arteries, of beta blocker based treatment. Vasodilatation is going to reduce wave reflection because it's going to allow the pressure wave to be dissipated more generally around the body and therefore reduce the likelihood that you'll get a reflected wave. And if you don't get a reflected wave, you don't get such a big increase in central pressure. So I think that's why the amlodipine reduced central pressure. Beta blockers, as many doctors will know, produce vasoconstriction, which is why patients get cold feet and cold hands. So there's more likelihood that the outgoing pressure wave is going to hit these constricted sites and bounce back towards the heart and increase central pressure. And we don't think that's a desirable property for a drug to treat patients with high blood pressure. So the overall message of ASCOT was that uh, calcium channel inhibitors seems to be a a preferable first-line treatment to beta blockers, and you're suggesting perhaps in the elderly even more so? I think particularly in the elderly, well, not so much the elderly, but older population over the age of 50, um, that is certainly true. Whether or not we'd have seen the same results in younger patients with more compliant arteries, where the wave reflection may have been less substantial, we don't know, and that's something we want to go back and look at now. But I certainly feel on the basis of what we've found and on the basis of the outcomes in studies like ASCOT, that I certainly wouldn't use a beta blocker as a routine treatment for older patients with high blood pressure. I think we have better treatments available now. Brian Williams from the UK's Leicester Royal Infirmary.